Don't feel like watching movies, so I'll watch people guess them instead. I don't know how it goes. I think it starts with your show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Valley Cast. If you're watching the video version of this, you will see that I, Joe Beretta, am here in my abode. Elliot Morgan is in his as well. He's got a lamp there, really accentuating the back Thank of you, his. His little outhouse, yeah. as it is called. And then uh, Steve is coming straight at you from the outside of a microwave. That's right. I'm, wa- I'm waiting for my pizza slice to be done. I put it in for 13 minutes. So we'll just see what, um, you know. That's the magic just keeping number. An eye, I, I'm just keeping an eye on it. And where did, did you okay, get this so pizza just... last night, Steve? Is this a new pizza? Or yes, this... I did get it last night. It's a last night pizza, and it's the last <laughs> slice. And they told me to leave it in for 13 minutes, mm. and it'll taste exactly like it came out of the oven. They were giggling when they said it, yeah, which was kind of weird. Uh, it's friendly. They're I figured yeah, maybe yeah. they were having fun out there, but we'll come back to the... Yeah, I heard we'll one just, of we'll... them was uh, nudging the other one with an elbow, saying, check it out. He'll yeah. do it. He'll do it. He'll put it in for 13 minutes. Uh, but yeah, that's I'm, a good I, call. Yeah, we'll just come back to the. We'll come, we'll back, come back later, and we'll we'll check on the pizza. Pizza, 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 yeah, pizza watch. 2020. We'll, we'll check on the pizza. Yeah, we'll just come back. If you're watching the video, you'll be able to see where we're at with the pizza, and we'll uh, come back. <laughs> that yeah. it makes me think of. Uh, it's just one. We could make one of those just ridiculous try things, uh, YouTube videos where it's we try microwave pizza in five minute increments, where we do a five minute slice and then we taste one that's been in there for <laughs> ten minutes and. <laughs> All the way up to an hour. I think you could. Oh. Can you ruin a microwave doing that? Because if so, we should just buy one that's just the one we use. Yeah, let's do I it. I mean, it'll explode at some point all over the microwave, right? Like, it'll get so is, hot that it... It'll, it will probably solidify is what it'll end up doing. Like, it'll be so nasty. Like, it'll melt and then solidify. Yeah. In like, so the video is called trying pizza trying microwave pizza in one minute increments and we do one minute one two minute, minute. let's <laughs> call it let's call it the try boys Ooh, i like it never been done before yeah we'll call it the try boys and i think that there's three we do of us with, there's three of us try mm. and i think that um and it is actually spelled t-h-r-e-e but you pronounce it try boys right yeah <laughs> The foreign. And boys is foreign. spelled T H R E E. That's right. <laughs> um, so I think we should do like a bunch of different food. But also, like, it got me thinking is there a way to get a camera into a microwave? <laughs> and then you like, eat and it. I'm not you saying, try it. You take a I'm bite out saying, of it every five minutes. Yeah, every, in five minute increments. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not saying. I'm not saying put like a fucking cannon power shot inside with the pizza. I'm saying, is there a way to like, um, is there some GoPro type device that can like, because I'm sure someone's figured it out, right? Oh, yeah, it, for sure. I think it has been done. I think there's a couple YouTube channels, but it reminds me of, um, dude, so 
the best TikToker on the planet right now is apparently Hank Green. Hold up, buddy. Um, and, oh, sorry, my son is asking about Can school. Can you put him on mic, please? Because I can't hear him. If he's going to talk, he that needs to be part of the podcast. He didn't like it. Thank you. Um, yeah. Thank you, buddy, for doing your school. Tell him to go to um, room. I'm double dipping. Uh, so Hank Green does TikTok now, but he's been doing these really fun ones where like people on TikTok will just be like, what's up with flowers? Mm-hmm. Like, how do they even bloom? And then Hank just like goes Hank on it. And he, he just throws information. And one of the ones that I saw recently that he did, he was like, he got this TikTok of somebody being like, not allowed to put metal in the microwave? Well, what about this? And this guy opens up his own microwave and there's like a screw in there keeping the microwave together. And he's like, everything's lies. And then Hank's like, well, no, here's the thing. And he goes into oh, it. And it was actually like pretty a fascinating. screw or something. Or it's like a, well, ty- it's a type of screw that It isn't that you can't put metal in a microwave because a microwave is metal. It's right. that a microwave is designed to shoot its microwaves in a certain way. And what the metal does is that it will make it like deflect into maybe a direction it's not supposed to go. And it might pinpoint the heat on a source of in the microwave that you don't want to do it, thus burning a hole in it, almost like a magnifying glass in the sun, mm. like directing the, the sunlight into something. So, again, follow Hank on TikTok. Joe, He's real interesting. You look like a homeless Mandalorian character. <laughs> little I'm headphones the guy in the hoodie. Yeah, I'm the guy that got introduced in the episode when they were like, "We got to save money in this episode." So one, it's yeah. going to be in a room, <laughs> no cost, one room in one space. And can room. you bring your own future wardrobe? <laughs> yeah, this is a this is a this is the trash compactor episode of the Mandalorian where they are stuck in the trash compactor that doesn't work, by the way. It's a broken trash compactor, but they're just stuck in it. They're microwave for 45 works, minutes. Yeah. And there's st- there you <laughs> go. Steve. And that's my that's my bud Steve. Look, we've been Ooh, traversing space forever. I'm half human, half cyborg. I'm going to eat macarons and puke on myself. People, dude, you're just like on the same level as Bill Burr's character in that show. Not <laughs> <Out of> bad. <laughs> that show is really inconsistent, but I love the fuck out of it. Yeah, wonderful. I've got no um, problems with it, dude. Elliot. Your mug game. What, what, what's your mug there? Check out my mug. This is a mug you... from Tyler Oakley's book release from like six years ago called Yeah, look, we're Crush both or colorful. Like that or, or Binge or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's all candy if you look closely. It's it looks candy cool. Wrappers. This one. It's very pleasant. Yeah. Steve's got a Taco Bell fan Friendsgiving. This one is. That's nice. My school didn't do this growing up. Tell me if your guys' did, but Hayden's school and maybe all schools now. They'll take art of the the kids that they make in school, and they'll send home a little pack and be like, hey, do you want your kids' art on a mug? And you can do it. Say no, it's thank relatively you. cheap, and they send you a mug. It's really cool. That's cool. That's a very that's way better than the My like, turkey hands. My mom would have done the fuck out of that. Yeah. 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 It's and nice. Put, putting I love coffee hands mugs. on the fridge. Yeah. Dude, but then when you, you know, like when you break a dish and you don't care? Imagine caring too much when you break a dish because that's what these mugs turn into. Uh, no! That makes sense, yeah. Oh, God! I oh, care, her soul! I care about some of my, like, more collectible ones. Like, a, I have, like, a 25th or 50th anniversary Disneyland mug and, like, a a Big Al from Country Bear, like, a yeah. pint glass. And if anything happened to that, I would probably feel as bad as you would about your kids' uh painting mug i feel like you might feel worse (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> Joe, yeah. Ha- Joe still has the kid. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but it Dude. can never be the same. It can no. never be the same. You'll never get that 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 commemorative pint glass and or mug again. No, no. Uh, well, um, anyway, this is a true crime podcast, everybody. Thank you. We're going to dive right back into our story. In Milwaukee, a family of four was killed on a small street in a suburb right out of, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just want to be uh, That's pretty good, though. Way to, yeah. dude, way to roll on that. I was like, let's just do it. Let's just like, get in there. Dude, speaking of true crime, I'll talk about uh, my heart recently being stolen by an article that I frequented right before I saw you guys on this podcast right now. Did you see the Mario Kart freaking ride in Super Nintendo Land? Yeah, Super Nintendo oh, my Land. God. So for those of you that don't know, Super Nintendo Land is a Super Mario Nintendo themed world being built into Universal Studios in Japan. Right, Japan. Mm-hmm. Wow, that really got but, me excited. Right to the end there, but but <laughs> Ellie, wow, what a but yeah, I'm sure in like, five years I'll get to if, go to yes, this. Yeah, if, if you like many others also felt the same way, um, <laughs> it's coming to Universal Studios Hollywood also. That same, not that same. Well, maybe that same ride. Well, yeah, they're they've cleared out like and a little Florida. space. Yeah, yeah, they're um, working and, on it, but a and time, yeah. You know. If you are super interested in the Japan version of it, they are also installing uh, Super Mario 2-esque warp zone pipes and doors scattered throughout the world where if you can find one, you can jump in pipe or open said door and go warp yourself right to the Super Mario Land. It's great. Nuh-uh. Wait, really? No. All right, that's our time. Thank you so much for joining us today <laughs> on the Valleycast. Next week, we'll find out who did it. <laughs> Uh, dude, it looks cool, though. Um, it looks though. very rad. I it can't wait to like, check it out. Yeah, it looks, sounds great. So, like, it sounds great, but as soon as you see it, you're like, oh, I don't want any. I don't want to be anywhere else in the world, mm-hmm. especially if you're a Nintendo fan at all. And Are they doing any Zelda? Are they doing any kind of Zelda ride? I'll go to Japan if there's, a like, an Ocarina of Time ride. There's rumors that the An next Ocarina thing ride. that's coming is... Is uh, oh like a boat ride maybe like with the with the uh, wind waker wind waker yeah mm-hmm. um, ooh but- or you could do like a um a, a, not a skyward score but breath of the uh, wild type like glider dude I was simulation. just gonna say that mm-hmm. where you're gliding around Hyrule yeah oh that'd um, be nice but the next thing that they're putting in so is cool. some kind of some kind of Donkey Kong thing they're expanding it with a it's just gorillas thing. in a cave it's a zoo they're putting in a zoo <laughs> but if you get in that and it, yeah just they attack you if you get in that and they start playing the donkey kong theme song i don't know i'd probably cry that'd be pretty cool yeah i mean i think donkey kong is uh beloved enough and has earned his place in a in a nintendo theme park i was a uh, dude ta- oh go ahead no, you go ahead. You go ahead. Well, I was just going to say how cool it is that everything, it's like our generation has gotten literally like everything we've wanted. Like I, <laughs> I remember being a kid and being like, there's no way they're going to make like Star Wars prequel movies, let alone three, let alone six, let alone now I get to watch Mandalorian like every week and it's actually good. And then you combine that with like, they just keep regurgitating. They keep bringing everything back. I watched Animaniacs, the first episode. I really like that. It's like, yeah, yeah. it's wonderful. It's like we get, we're just spoiled. Every single thing. Our you parents were all like, back. when are we going to get our Sunday Blondie comics-esque yeah. <laughs> yeah. And nothing. theme park? Where's our park? family circle uh-huh. theme park? 
I, you know, I um, God, that would be awful. Uh, <laughs> I think it's because we're now the people who like grew up loving that stuff, um, are are now rich and uh, well connected and have like you know connections to studios mm. and places where you can make those things come back. I think that the fact that they went away. And then there were there were decades of them missing that thing. Yeah, and then they got into power where they could make shit. They just were like, let's just make the things that we loved when we were kids that they took away from us. Yep. It's also you got to combine that with the fact that we're like in the fifth evolution of or the fifth Pokemon evolution of capitalism. This yeah. is like capitalism tar. Right. Right. <laughs> Rex. Yeah. And people are just like, let's build it all. What, yeah, what yeah. else? What else can we do? What else can we bring back? Um, dude, Ali, you, wait, when you see the pictures, though, they're doing it right. And this is what I appreciate about, appreciate about any theme park in general. Like, I'm a ridesman. I like the rides. Mm -hmm. And that, like, at the end of the day, if the ride is great, it could be just a line to the ride and it would be worth it. But the ones that go to the next step and they make an experience in a world before the ride, like the Indiana Jones ride in Disneyland, oh, yeah. or even the Mummy ride in um, in Universal here, it's that's what makes it next level because then you're immersed on uh, in so many ways. And yeah. it looks like they're doing that with the Mario Kart ride. It's cool. really cool. Yeah, I can't remember yeah. who did. It was either Disney or Universal, <laughs> but one of them was the first to be like, we need to make the lines almost as entertaining as the ride right. because that way we can make them as long as we want and people won't be upset if we're just giving them stimulus to look at the entire time it's real smart and it worked yeah super smart the back to the future ride was really good yeah. at that like way back in the day spider-man too it and really um, looked like you were going into the future institute technology place yep. and then they had like all the back to the future stuff everywhere and then they made it look like there was some story going on in the building you were in on the yeah. TV screens, and you're like, "Oh, cool! Very cool! This is mm -hmm. all canonical to the ride, and I really like that." Um, about the the Bowser thing, the Koopa thing. Um, so there's a, there's a there, so there's all the Super Mario shit in Nintendo World, and then there's Bowser's Castle, and in Bowser's Castle is the Mario Kart ride, and it's called oh, it's, so cool. it's called Mario or like King Koopa's Mario Kart Tournament or something like that, and it's it's dual like Mario Kart roller coaster cars. It's and, like the Cars ride in Disney, cool. right? But it includes AR technology, so you put on like a Mario Brothers hat that has like Mar uh, like AR clear like mm -hmm. lenses on them. So it looks like you're just looking through glasses or something. And then when the ride starts, there's like all this shit like projected like shells and like uh, stars and things like that. And you can like throw propaganda. I it's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Communist propaganda. Buy more yeah. Universal Studios products. Capitalist propaganda. Yeah. 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 Um, but but yeah. Uh. But, but then, you know, you can like throw shells and items at the other car like in the ride. And I guess every experience is different. And wow. there's a new winner every time and um, of the race. And also the like whole ride changes. So like what it'll be like an underwater ride. And then it'll be like um, a, a lava castle ride. And then it'll be like, yeah. Wow. It's it sounds incredible. That's is that so cool. AR is that the AR changing or is that like you might hit a different track every I, single time within it? I think it's a combination of the AR and then screens probably where the colors so, will change and stuff. Damn cool. Yeah. 
Guys, Fucking we are brilliant. at the pinnacle. We are at the height. We are at the zenith and the apex yes. of ride technology. That's where we're at right now. We really it's got that, that going for us. That is truly <laughs> one thing that we have on lock is good theme parks. You know what I was thinking about? Like the way that they haven't talked about, unless they have, and I and I haven't read it yet, but they, they haven't talked about how you enter Nintendo land. And I, I'm I'm hoping it's something like a pipe that you like walk through at least and then you you hear the like mario pipe sound inside no. the like tunnel if i don't yeah i i will sit on a pipe and it will suck me down like liquid and shoot me out the other side immediately with the sound effect or it's bullshit that's the <laughs> Dude, only maybe. way it's good it better be magical maybe. and real it's got to be magical what yeah. if all the toilets are just green pipes <laughs> I love that. that's great yeah like Universal really stepped up their game with Harry Potter World, dude. Everything's yeah. so immersive and really cool there. And if they use that level of of like detail and immersion, then it's gonna be like a dream, dude. There's gonna be tons of shit like that. There's gonna be like blocks that apparently you can like hit, and they'll make mm-hmm. like the sounds and stuff. They'll just well, you're everywhere. wearing like a you're wearing like a bracelet. While oh, you're going around the, the park, and then like it's just yeah. like getting stats and experience things. Oh, so when you hit so the cool. coin box, it's like bink. Here's a coin for whatever the hell you would use those coins for in the park. Capitalist propaganda. So uh, this is yeah, open. Like, it, well, not oh, yet. It's opening February fourth in Japan. Yeah, on in twenty twenty one. No, right now. Yeah, yeah, sorry, 2021. Yeah. <laughs> no, February no, no. 4th, it's happening right February now. 21st in this, Japan right this, now. I would be like, February okay. I didn't, all right, yeah. No, well, due sense. to time changes and time zones, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's opening right now for us in on February 21st in Japan. In Japan, it's February 4th already. Yeah. yeah. When you look up at the moon, <laughs> that's somebody else's February moon. That's a pizza. So, that's a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see the moon last night? The moon last night was crazy. Yeah, was it, it was a moon? full moon. Very beautiful oh, full moon. Anyway, oh, man, and that brings us it's been back. nice. How was your guys' Thanksgivings? Were they good? Hmm. Hello, you hear me? Hmm. Thanksgiving, good. I don't want to. I don't want to. Okay. Let's Great. check on the pizza. Let's say how the pizza. <laughs> How's the pizza? This is Pizza Watch 2020. Steve's out in the field right now. Steve, uh, uh, can we get an update on the pizza? Yeah, we're at minute eight of the pizza slice mm-hmm. in the microwave and it's looking delicious. I got to tell you and I want to take it out right now. My stomach is rumbling. But we need to leave it in for the full 13. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for that update, Steve. Uh we've heard from our local uh in-house scientists that 8 minutes might be long, let alone 13 minutes. Uh, do you have any uh any feedback or information regarding that stance. Yeah. Um, well, as I said before, the teenage worker at the pizza restaurant told me 13 minutes. So I trust the professionals. And if it's going to taste anything like it did when it first arrived at my door, piping hot and fresh, then I will leave it in for the allotted time. All right. Well, thank you, Steve. Your professionalism is unrivaled. We appreciate all the hard Man. work you do. We'll check back with you in just a little bit. Uh, yeah. Also, I just I love the word allotted. That's a nice word. <laughs> it's a good word. It, is it a good really, word. it's so good. It sounds like what it is. It's so neat and tidy. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's uh, a clean word. It's my favorite animal, and an alaxolotl. Joe, I don't want to run away from this pe- this microwave idea you have, where we we microwave <laughs> a thing so in five gross. minute increments and keep trying it. Yeah. <laughs> I, 
I think it's a really good idea. I think we should do it. But I also decided to look up, is eating burnt food bad for you? Because yes. obviously the food will get burnt. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll have we'll have spit buckets, spit well, buckets, well, spittle does it, buckets. Does food? Well, does it burn in the microwave, it'll, or does it just get like? It'll dehydrate, it, so it'll be like jerky. It'll be like pizza jerky. Yeah. So it I mean, let's do it. Burn. We call it microwaves. W a y s. All the different ways you can microwave. And <laughs> oh. You can. Will it wave? Will it wave? <laughs> With so an apostrophe gross. before the W. From the um, Thry guys. I, <laughs> the three boys. The three boys bring brings you. Try boys. Uh, will it wave? The no, three but I boys. Think, like, <laughs> <laughs> the three boys presents. Will you it watch wave. three boys? <laughs> Are you subscribed to three boys? Three boys. <laughs> I so I think uh, I think we should totally do it because we could do it with things that are like. Um, you know, like uh, fuck. I don't know. There's always some kind of like new thing that comes out of the grocery store that people kind of freak out about like you remember when there was the cinnamon toast crunch sprinkles or it was like cinnamon toast crunch seasoning that you could buy from sam's club cinnamon and sugar <laughs> no yeah no no joe cinnamon toast crunch cinnamon and sugar <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> the sticker is a great sticker. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good no, sticker. I mean, it's. <laughs> I think somebody just took the the end of the box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch when all the like chunks are gone and it's just the dust down there in the box. Someone just like yep. dumped that into a salt shaker and was like, there you go. That one kind of makes sense. It's when they take it like one step too far where they're like, hey guys, this is Fruity Pebbles fried chicken breading. Oh, yeah. Give it a shot. Yeah, yeah. there's a place in yeah. uh, there's a place on Postmates called Munchies, and they do all that kind of stuff where it's like Cheeto dipped chicken and like that kind of stuff. I've never gotten wow. it, but it's available. Never went that far. <laughs> never got that bad. If, I can't tell if we should be upset about that or if we should be thankful that we live in a time where we can have hot Cheeto dipped chicken. I mean, I'll be excited when there's the ride. Exactly. The hot Dito chip, hot Cheeto dip chicken, the ride. Yeah. With the AR experience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it smells like chicken while yeah. we spin you around. Well, and and each one's Cheeto dust in your eyes. <laughs> they can switch oh, it up God. and do a whole diarrhea ride afterward, too. It, uh, never yeah, the yeah. same. Oh, God. The diarrhea river ride. It's yeah. Like, it's all how the it water ends. looks like diarrhea around you. you crash it down. Yeah. <laughs> Like Splash Mountain, but you're in and they're turd. just pumping in scents. I mean, because you got it, you got to you got to get it all. You got to get all. At the end, there's like a little piece of corn animatronic, and he's like, he's like, you may never know what made you get diarrhea. Yeah, like you know, like you may. And he says something different every time. <laughs> you're gonna be, you're gonna try to guess what it was that you ate yesterday that made you sick, but yeah. you won't be able to figure it out. And then, though, what's cool is after the ride, you can take a photo with the corn. Who, you know, it's a different one. He's all dressed up, right? But right. With the singular diarrhea corn. <laughs> right. Well, and then you get to hear like the the hit single from the jam band, Doctor Poop and the Corns. Yeah, and it's just- yeah, <laughs> dude. Really good. But yeah, they're really music, really yeah. musicians too. They're really good. And he goes, "We're gonna go right through ya. We're gonna go right through ya. We're gonna go right through ya." <laughs> One of uh, Steve's favorite possessions is actually a coffee mug that looks like that piece of corn. Uh, 
yep. that runs yep. through you. If he breaks it, he'll yeah. be more upset than if you lose one of your ch- children's mugs, Joe. So just something to think about. <laughs> Did you just use the rhythm is going to get you yeah. for the corn song? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was it? The river's going to get you? No, we're gonna run right through you. Gonna, oh, oh, yeah. oh, but the song the song is called The Rhythm Is yeah. Gonna Get You. The rhythm is gonna get ya. The rhythm is gonna get ya. The corn is gonna go right through ya. Corn is gonna go right through ya. The corn is gonna go right through ya. Dun 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 tonight. Then a girl Thanks for coming on the ride. Don't forget to get some sweet corn on your way out. Did you know that corn ends up in your poop, kids? Bless you. you. Thank you. You shouldn't have this many corn filters. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you have so many corn filters? <laughs> should should I? Because <laughs> here in the Diarrhea River ride, corn's the only thing you see at the end. Of the Tastes ride. almost as sweet on the way out. What? <laughs> and then a guy proposes to his girlfriend. Um, but i really think we should do this cooking thing man i think we should do this microwave thing we should make ourselves accountable and just do it look we can we can burn things that's possible it's not gonna burn i don't think microwaves don't burn things right well i once as a kid left a microwave on for an hour okay i was just like i I pressed like maybe it might have been three i was like let's three this will be funny and i walked away and then i forgot Two, two seconds later that I had done that. And we came back about an hour later, and there was a hole burned through the bottom of it. So. Well, but that was just leaving it on. <laughs> We're going to get to an hour. And right. forgetting about it. No science to it. No no finesse, you know? Here we I go. just Googled, Is what it... does pizza look like after 13 minutes in microwave? Well, don't st- <laughs> no spoilers. No spoilers. These are all just delicious. Oh, it looking. sounds like. Oh, it sounds like we have. Um, Somebody in the field with you, Steve Zaragoza. You have an interview uh, with somebody that has Googled 13-minute pizza in microwave. What do they have to say? Pizza. 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 Well, let's see. Hold on. Let me see where they are, if they're here. (laughs) Pizza after being microwaved is... Hello? Hello? Steve, we're having some tef- technical difficulties. Uh, is everything all right in the field? Hello! Ladies and gentlemen, this is Pizza Watch 2020. Steve Zaragoza is in the field. He has an eyewitness with him. Hello! Right Who is this? Yeah, I, I've had a pizza before. Yes, well, uh, how long was that pizza microwaved? Nine minutes! And uh, what was your, uh, what, what did you think about that pizza? What was your experience with I it? mean, let's be honest, I eat poop, so... All right, well, um, so good, that's, uh, that back a... to us. Okay. <laughs> Guys, the pizza's looking pretty good. I mean, it's been in for 10 minutes now. I feel like time is acting a little weird today. That's fine. 10 minutes. How do the pepperonis look after 10 minutes, Steve? They look delicious. I'll eat the fuck out of them. I don't yeah. give a fuck. I mean, it looks like it's getting better and better the more we check in on it. <laughs> Somehow it looks the same. <laughs> it's weird. Very good. Very, very good. Guys, did you watch... Um, uh, you said you watched the new Animaniacs, right? Yes, Pilot. I watched yeah. it. I, I think it holds up. I liked it. I think it feels like it didn't go away, and it's just... that's that. I was like, yeah, that's, that's Animaniacs. 
They mm-hmm. they kind of they I guess they nailed it. I enjoyed it. I love it. I enjoyed it a lot. I was very honored to were be you a part a, of it. Were you an Animaniacs boy growing up, Elliot? Yeah, I watched a fair amount of it, but I don't remember like vivid episodes, but it was a mainstay in the Morgan household. Yeah. We were good. all fans. It's like one of the few things that was brought back. It, yeah. It doesn't feel like the quality is dipped at all. No, all the same voices. I love the animation. They're not trying to make it modern. They're trying to, yeah. I mean, it's the same old self-referential sort of thing. Yeah. They, they made all the jokes that I think they had to make in the first episode. It's interesting that they acknowledged that it was written in like 2018. And then, so therefore it was out of date already. Yeah. And they were owning that. I was like, that's super interesting. Because I never thought about that as a kid, that it would be, have been so much earlier that they did those those jokes. It feels current, yeah, they, but it's not. It wasn't, I guess. Yeah, they always. Um, I guess they. They're. They're even back in the day. They were like real self-referential, and mm-hmm. they would always break the fourth wall, and they would always talk about how underpaid the writers were and stuff. <laughs> and so, yeah, it yeah. kind of makes sense that they're also like, oh yeah, and these scripts are written like so long ago. Also, it seems yeah. like they're giving you a peek uh-huh. behind the curtain. Yeah, I got emotional when uh, when Pinky and the Brain came on. I was like. Oh my god! I was like, it's them. They're back. Yeah. And like, what? Like the idea of brain being like, I'm gonna make myself look cute and get become a, a viral superstar. <laughs> yeah. And then take. That was over very world. smart. And then him getting dressed up, wearing just cute stuff, was. I was like, this is perfect. I could watch an hour, yeah. hour of this. It's wonderful. But you know what else yeah, is wonderful? People... You know what else is wonderful? Our what? sponsors. Uh, so. <laughs> Guy's so good at it now. No, He's so good it. at the turn, you but he doesn't do have it? him up. Should I do it? I can yeah. Do it. Yeah. I'll do it if you now want. Now you got to. I mean, okay. You're committed. Yeah, you got to do Guys. it, Elliot. Oh, you're breaking up. You're in it. <laughs> Just, uh, all right, here we go. Guys, this is going to be so quick and easy. We're going to have such a great time. Um, you guys know them. You love them. We love them. I'm talking here, guys, about MeUndies. The holidays can be yes! the most stressful time of the year. If only there were some bearded man with a bottomless bag of everything you need to cross off that list. Thankfully, our friends at MeUndies have the next best festive thing. MeUndies curated a list yeah! of stuff your friends really want this year so you can soften the holiday stress literally. What's the saying? Work softer, not harder. We've all been there. Their micromodal is not only super soft, but breathable, light, and impossibly cozy. It's everything you need to have a stress-free and comfortable holiday. Give some me time. With me undies, sustainably soft undies, PJ set slippers, and more. Guys, you guys know this sponsor. We talk about them all the time. Uh, if you would like to support the podcast or um, make your uh, bottom regions feel extra comfortable, give me undies a shot. You can also gift a membership with a me undies gift card. Their membership is a subscription that sends new pairs right to your door so they never have to run out of me undies uh, again. With site wide savings and exclusive sales, they automatically pay less for, well, everything. Me undies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first time purchasers, if there are any of you still out there, Now's the time you get 15% off and free shipping. MeUndies also has their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. So to get 15% off your first order and free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash Valley. That's MeUndies.com slash Valley. Go to MeUndies.com slash Valley to get 15% off your first order and free shipping. But, guys, that goes on the inside. What about the outside? I'll tell you about it. I'm talking about a little thing that Joe loves. It's called Stitch Fix. How do you feel about that, Joe? 
Yes, I got one coming today. Yeah, you know what Joe understands, you guys? Online shopping can be daunting, especially this time of year. You never know if things are going to fit or if returns are going to be difficult and you're going to be stuck with it. You don't even know what to store to start with. Well, this season, Stitch Fix will do all of the hard work for you as the days get longer and the weather gets colder. It may be time to take a look this at hoodie your is winter a stitch wardrobe. Fix. It's a Stitch Fix right there, folks. You can see it in real life. If you want to make a change this season, Stitch Fix can help you choose new pieces you'll love. Truly, if your go-to outfit in 2020 has become sweatshirts or yoga pants, how dare you? You may be feeling feeling like you're in a style rut. I sure do. Let Stitch Fix help you feel excited about what you're wearing. Did you just look over your current cold weather wardrobe opinions and <laughs> get a chill? I bet you did. It's time to ditch that old sweater and upgrade that jacket. A Stitch Fix personal stylist can help you pick new pieces that are timeless. Stitch Fix offers clothing hand-selected by expert stylists for your unique size, style, and budget. And every piece is chosen for your fit and your life, and it's an easy solution to finding what makes you look and feel your best. Try on pieces at home before you buy. Keep your favorites and send back the rest. Stitch Fix even has free shipping. They take the envelope and the label and they send it to you. You just put it back. I've done it before. It's super easy. And a prepaid return envelope is just right there. There's no subscription required. Try Stitch Fix once or set up automatic delivery so you're constantly being, uh, you're treasuring yourself with all sorts of fun things. You'll pay just a $20 mm-hmm. styling fee for each box, which of course gets credited for pieces you keep so you don't have to worry about it. And there oh, are no yeah. hidden fees ever. Who hates hidden fees? We all do. Stitch Fix has styles and clothing to fit any occasion for women, men, and kids. They ship all over the U.S. and available in the U.K. as well. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash valley. It's the same thing as before. Stitchfix.com slash valley. And you will get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. And you're going to want it. That's stitchfix.com slash valley. 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. Stitchfix.com slash valley. 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. How's the pizza doing, Steve? They- it looks great. It smells great. I can't wait to have a slice. <laughs> and we're back. Stupid filter. <laughs> I can't believe you have it. That's crazy. It it's fun. crazy. It's a very intense. You know what microwave. it is? It's just fun. Guys, it is. It is actually uh, just about 12 minutes and 30 seconds is where we're at right now. So we're about to be done with this slice of pizza, and I cannot wait to take a bite out of it right out of the microwave. Mm, I can't wait for your descriptive word choice in your eating endeavors. Uh, real quick, everybody, Kickstarter Watch 2020. Just wanted to give you a quick update. Um, it's it's amazing. We're, we got 13 days left You're at amazing. time of recording. We're at, I think, 130-plus Right we now, are currently um, at 132,116 with 2,351 backers and 13 days left to damn. go. Thank you, Jeff. My goodness. That's great. That's great. So I'm like, like I've said before, I'm just holding up and jumping between movie, movie and TV, movie and video game, movie prompts and going a little bit mad. But I have found some really good ones that I'm really happy with. I've been sharing with Kevin. I don't share them with you guys because I need you on episodes perhaps with some of them. And I'm working on to an episode that I want to get out before the end of the Kickstarter with some some fun, never-before-seen friends in the game. So that, that's where that's we're at with that tease. right now. How are they friends uh-huh. if you've never even seen them? Um, look... How? I don't know. I don't have. I don't have a clever, witty response. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, that wasn't a clever, witty setup. So deal with it. Um, yeah, uh, it's uh, you know, you very exciting, and I'm very excited take. for you. Exactly. When? Oh yeah. yeah. And by the time, by the time you're listening to this, we will have also on our YouTube posted a uh, a cut down version of the live stream 
on YouTube. That's right. Yeah. It's like a half an hour long. Kevin worked really hard on, on getting that out, and that'll be live by the time you're listening to this. So if you missed the stream and didn't find it, that's a good way to take it in and watch us get emotional very quickly. And <laughs> also, guys, you may oh, be, go ahead, go ahead. Well, you may be wondering what's next after this. What path Child of Valley folk trail? And we are uh, in the process, if I'm not speaking out of turn, of producing basically a, a short uh, special of our short tour uh, that we did that will be available. We're going to do a little campaign for that to kind of boost our Patreon so that we can continue having a thriving, wonderful business into 2021 as life continues to throw hurdles at everybody. And that's going to be very exciting. But um I'm super stoked about it. I think it'll be very fun. It'll also be a nice reminiscent thing to see what it was like when people could gather in place. Uh, we really got in under the wire for that, and I'm very excited to see how the final product turns out. And it'll be available at patreon.com slash thevalleyfolk um, when we come up with the parameters for it. We're going to use it as a little thing to boost everything, and it should be wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's uh, going to remember- be... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I just remember how absolutely sick I was on that tour, but I would still do it again because I missed being out in the world and seeing people and having that energy on stage that is unmistakable and i miss it yeah that, you had covid uh, and you, that... you 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 had coronavirus and then you spread it to it's actually your your kind of a patient zero steve yeah yeah. yeah 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 or at least patient one or two two or three yeah something yeah. patient fun such a fun guy <laughs> and it was so fun funny when he was dying backstage uh, that was super fun all right so speaking of the Patreon, we've also been doing a thing where we get some prompts from our patrons for this here podcast. So I got a couple for you. I did a lens this morning. Gross. So we'll use this. I'm going to actually have you jump on this question, and I'm going to have to get Jax going on his school, and I'll be right back right after that. Um, Convenient. Paul Charlton asks, <laughs> a little would you rather. Would you rather look 40 years older from the neck up or the neck down? <laughs> 40 years older than I am now? Yeah, from the neck up or the neck down. Wow. <laughs> I guess if I could do it from the neck down, I could still pretend to be as as youthful as I am playing video games on Twitch. <laughs> That's true. So now, the question is like do you feel 40 years older? I guess you would. Or just be, right? look. Cuz if it's just look, I could maybe I think maybe it's the down perhaps. It has to be look, right? Cuz if it's feel, you would have to choose the head that's where your heart lungs junk is right below the neck but then you got your brains yeah but your brain was i mean you feet you forget things god this is a terrifying question it's a nightmare it's a night absolute nightmare yeah um you guys punt here i'll give you one more and you can pontificate on the next one i think it's down body down for sure neck down body down i guess but i don't (laughs) want to be a part of this anymore i don't want to be a part of this experiment that you're doing on my body All right. Paige Jensen asks, and I'll be right back. What has been... Oh, wow. We're kind of just in this realm, I guess. What has been the most recent indicator that you're getting older? For me, it's the increased amount of joint pops. You guys enjoy that question? I'll be right back. Well, I'll say that it's the, it's, it's the, um, the gray hairs that keep coming and don't stop coming, and they don't stop coming, and they don't stop coming, and they don't stop coming. <laughs> Yeah, and then you hit the ground that, running. That part, and then you hit the ground. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. But 
but I'll be like, I'll be like looking at my beard in the mirror and I'll be like, yeah, everything's looking nice over here. And then I'll take a peek like down here and like in this area here. Yeah. There's just like a patch of gray that just Ooh, started patch. to like, well, like patch as in like, there's like four hairs four that are gray yeah. Nuclear that family. keep growing back in. And I keep like picking them out because I'm like, those guys need to go away. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's an indicator of the, of age for me more than anything right now. Yeah. Physically. I don't, I mean, now that I got this 40 year old neck down thing out of my head, <laughs> it's hard to think. Yeah. Pops are the big one. I've been popping a lot, but, um, and then I think I just can't eat what I used to eat. My stomach is really more sensitive. My stomach is very like, which they say happens in your thirties. You can't just eat things and do things and i do get sore really easily um besides that i'm okay i don't think i'm getting too many gray hairs uh i get winded really easily i'm just tired (laughs) i think i get winded easily because of the dormancy just like the just the fact that we're just so dormant so dormant yeah uh we're like barnacles uh in our homes but yeah i uh the popping, the not being able to eat things like I used to be able to eat things. But besides that, I'm doing. And then just the general realization that there's that we're middle middle age ish, I guess, is yeah. uh, is is interesting. But uh, yeah, no, no, not too many physical things yet. Yeah, most of it is is like psychological. Yeah. And then and then it's like the gray hairs. And then it's like I got some of those. I'm back. That's, I, that's where I'm at. <laughs> For me, it's just, yeah, it's psychological because it's like, am I getting older or is this just? Yeah. Do you, you know, know what is you know this? what really affects me now in regards to the psychological side of it and what you just said, Elliot, with the, the middle ageness of it all? You know, 10 years ago, articles that said this 50 something year old died of a heart attack or some other like age related, like your body just shut down without your control type thing didn't really like get on my emotional radar aside from the empathetic like I'm sad for that person but now I read those and I'm like right, right. oh warning. that's that's real close that's so that's so not far away yeah warning will robinson kind of deal or whatever uh-huh. the phrase is I wish there was something that could be done Danger. about it but I I'd, I'd love to check in on this pizza one more time if All right guys, guys uh, we're at the end of uh, pizza watch 2020 <laughs> Steve's got a final update out in the field I think we have hit our stretch goal of 13 minutes uh let's cut to Steve Steve how's how's it looking out there Man, if well, Steve I'll tell just you, has Joe, a piece of pizza god I hope Steve has just a piece of pizza. I'll tell you guys I He's this this um you know I'm the one that keeps bringing this bit back even though there isn't an ending for it <laughs> because i certainly don't have pizza um and you know it's just i i wouldn't eat a pizza after 13 minutes so let's just be honest about that don't put a pizza in the microwave for 13 minutes and that's the lesson that we learned from this bit steve is ending the bit with a nice hunk of real vulnerability for everybody just (laughs) listen i wouldn't eat it i need to say that out loud you shouldn't do it uh, don't don't do that but we'll it? do it for real and then you'll see how bad it is and then you really won't want to do it i think because right now though, you might want to do it because it's in quarantine we should microwave the pizzas and then mail them to one another to our doorsteps oh but then we got to wipe them down <laughs> with like bleach to make sure they're not infected with anything and then eat it and we'll see what happens 
No, I See, think the way we should do it is is we each get a random thing. Like Elliot gets pizza, I get um like a frozen sandwich, like a breakfast sandwich, like a like one of those like McMuffin sandwiches. Jimmy those, Dean, like, uh, Jimmy Dean. Sandwiches. Dude, I just finished a and box then... of twenty four of those yesterday. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> okay, so then you I, not do at the once, Jimmy but Deans. it was a lot. You do the Jimmy Deans, I'll do a slice of pizza, and Joe will do a burrito, a microwave burrito. And you guys each have to film your own version of what five-minute increments of that oh. is as it goes on until you get to the most disgusting parts. And then it just we edit it into a big video where we're all doing our own versions of it. Love it. It's kind of fun. I don't hate that. You also came up with another YouTube channel called Mail Guys where – we are constantly just sending packages <laughs> to one another or the mail mails. Maybe it's mail mails. And yeah. we don't say what we're sending to each other. Mail Every mails. video is an un- is an unboxing. Mailmen. <laughs> Every video is an unboxing of what the person sent him. And it could be anything. It could just be like mashed potatoes in a Ziploc That's bag. That's kind of fun. That's a fun idea. And you have to go through it. You have to experience it. And maybe it's always just something like you don't know what it's going to be and the delivery system's going to be, but maybe it's a negative and a positive in every package. So it's oh, like that's great. Ziploc bag full of uh, cold SpaghettiOs, but inside of it is like a mini pop action figure that Steve would love or something like that. Right. So you have or, to have the negative and the positive. Yeah, or like Elliot just like we send Elliot like an air fryer or something. And then now Elliot has an air fryer. That'd be great. But he has to like, like this. use it, you know? Yeah. Like it could be fun shit like that. Please send so me you're, an air fryer. You just want to give gifts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But sometimes they're weird. Like it's a bag of macaroni and cheese in a zip. It's actually bag. really nice. Yeah. You never because know what you're gonna get. You never. It could be positive. It could be negative. Yeah. And also, like, just getting things in the mail from your friends is great. Right. It feels nice. Right. I like that. Wow. Mail what a bunch, of, what Mail a bunch of fun. This, this has been like a. This not only has this been a creative meeting for the Valley folk. It's also been a <laughs> podcast. And so what we're doing is is we're just really condensing the the business practices of this company into <laughs> yes. an hour of time. And I think that's really productive. And I'm proud of us. I agree. Good job. I agree, Steve. I think it's I a really great. That. And if you guys want to send me an air fryer at any point, um, they seem great. They really seem like a really wonderful, wonderful. They are wonderful product. So I can I, I could feel like we're wrapping up a little bit here, but I do want to say that I watched Phenomenon, you guys. Oh, the UFO documentary! Great. Okay, so well, we, we, we we said we were going to talk to Whitney about this, but we sh- we could talk to you about it, and then we'll talk to Whitney about it again another time. But let's... we can bring her in for like a small segment on yeah, one of the yeah, podcasts. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just want to. Can we talk about it right now, or should yeah. we? Yeah, are we it's teasing great. it? Okay, okay. Because Elliot and I were talking about it quite a bit before we recorded the Whitney podcast. And then we were like, oh, man, we got to just talk about it on the podcast. And then we got sidetracked because Whitney's great. And uh, it wasn't Whitney's fault, really. I mean, you know, it was just it it was was our fault. fault, But yeah, she's not great. What are you talking about? Yeah. (laughs) She is Uh, a terrible person in real life. But um, Um, (laughs) but I will say that. Give the synopsis real quick. Tell everybody what phenomenon so is. So it's basically just like a really comprehensive dive into the study of UFOs from like the 50s all the way to current day. And it delves so deeply into it that by the time it's over, you're like, 
Wow. So, I mean, there's basically just proof that there have definitely been unidentifiable objects. Yes. Yeah. If you don't believe in our atmosphere, you believe by the end of it. Yes, for sure. 100% is undeniable by the time you're done with it. And it has nothing to do with like bias or the filmmaking necessarily. It has everything to do with the fact that they just compiled real shit that you can find yourself on the internet and and see for yourself that like just proves it essentially. Just proves that like I don't know if it's aliens. It's it could be a technology created here that only certain people have access to somehow. But the Johnsons. Those <laughs> bastards not sharing yeah. their stuff. Yeah. But, nice but for all we know. But nice yeah, stats. I guess it, it basically just proves that there's there's definitely unknown shit to us that you can see and hear professional people who have dedicated their lives to discovering these things talk about it at great lengths. And well, it's really wonderful. plus government cover-ups and government officials coming out and also the government going like, yeah. They're real. Here's the information. Right. While we're living in a time where the news cycle is every five minutes, like our pizza show. And they dropped, hey, guys, by the way, it's all real. And they've done it in the past as well. They've they've said, guys, it's real in the past. But for some reason, we just let it go. Yeah, no or, one cares. Or maybe it's maybe it's a it's a it's a response in our brains where it's like, I can't handle that mentally. So you just push it to the side. You're just like, that's cool. I don't want to consider my place in the universe. So we're just going to let that just that story be over there. And I'm going to go right, back to being right. distracted. I have another theory that it is induced by their presence that they actually would, they don't want to be found and they don't want to be seen because they know it'll go poorly. And so they, they, uh, they mind control us into being apathetic about Ooh. it because it's easier for them. And so, but that's a crackpot. Well, I like that. It's just fun to think. My about. theory is similar to yours. I, I the way I was talking to Alana about it was was like you guys know about the like the hot springs in Yellowstone, right? Like mm-hmm. they're they're these beautiful f- anomaly things that like they're they're, they're called Dara pots. They're expl- well, thank you, Joe. They are explainable, and there is a there. There's nothing unknown about them, but they're just these beautiful things that you can go see if you want. That are colorful and incredible, and really make you feel things when you see them. Because they're it's just fucking these, volcano, it's gonna explode these, and kill us all. <laughs> they're these beautiful mm-hmm. fear things you that fear. you can just you can see. So, but my point is, is is that they're also very dangerous, and you can die in them very easily. And the ground around them is so thin that if you step in the wrong area, you'll fall in, and it's instant death for you. There will be no remains. And so it's because of the pot goblins, the caldera pot goblins. They'll drag have acid blood. (laughs) They'll they'll drag you down. (laughs) No, but like the point I'm trying to make is is that you can go see those things. They're very dangerous. But you also cannot touch them. There are barriers around. I mean, you could if you really wanted to. But there's barriers so that you can't touch them or disrupt them. And also bear warriors because it's the <laughs> wild. It's the Rockies. <laughs> right. There's bears everywhere. So my theory is is that Earth is like a hot spring to the rest of the universe. It's this beautiful thing that exists in the universe, but it's very dangerous. And if you land there, there's a lot of dumb <sighs> shit that you could die from. So I think nobody goes there because it's just this thing that needs to be left alone and is dangerous. Steve, 
Are you, are you saying we're the pot goblins? We're the pot goblins. Holy shit! <laughs> I was a pot goblin this weekend, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm a pot goblin right now. You guys don't mind if I vape, do you? <laughs> um, but, but, like, but my theory is, is that when we see them, it's because sometimes people die in the hot springs, and sometimes people throw things into the hot springs, and then everyone's like, don't ever do that again, and then those that's the consequences for that. And I think that when we see aliens, and when people say they see beings on Earth, or like when they see a flying saucer, it's because some beings are like, but I want to get closer to the hot spring, and I want to see it as close as I can, even though I know I want it's to touch dangerous. it. I want to touch one of those right, hot springs. Right. And I think that's just why we haven't been in contact with them because Dude. I think they see us as dangerous and as beautiful and to not disrupt or disturb it I, because we can't handle it. And that's why they haven't fully. I like the, to kind of tickle my brain with the theory that like they're just trying to keep us from destroying ourselves. Yeah. Like th- there's a point in every like civilization that becomes advanced where it could go A or it could go B. They could become so advanced and angry and, and tribalistic that they either end themselves like we're on the cusp of doing all the time or or we help them get through that and they get to our level eventually and that's better for the universe because maybe maybe that is just the case. So when they come here and they're hovering above our missile missile silos like messing with yep. things and jamming and, radars and check jamming radars and checking in on them and right after we annihilate people with said bombs that's when they start showing up in en mass like it's crazy it's uh well, it, so made maybe, me, yep. it made me think about doctor who a little bit because doctor who in throughout the entire series of doctor who he's just like protecting earth in all of these ways like earth could have been destroyed a million times if it wasn't for the doctor and so it just feels like if the aliens are interfering with our like like how to destroy ourselves technology and they're stopping bombs and stuff maybe there's some kind of doctor who type alien that's just protecting us from killing ourselves and protecting the earth mm. hmm. I like i like that here so here's my mental my mental place after watching it I'd be interesting to know or interested to know where your guys were so i I've always been somebody that wants to believe and kind of does um and after watching it it just watching it with a hat on that I know like media is media anybody can create a story or a narrative to make you believe something so you got to take anything you watch with a grain of salt and you have to ask why mm-hmm. you have to ask who and you have to ask what um and you should do that with everything every article you read everything do not lose your curiosity <laughs> please nope. everybody because it just it will destroy you as a human but what it made me feel afterwards was i just like i'm not saying it made me believe harder but it just made me want to have an experience like i want to have i want to see something I want to be with one of those groups that goes out there in a field with their laser lights and knows how to communicate with them all of uh, close encounters of the third kind. And I, I just, I, it's like a spiritual thing for me. I want to see something. I want to be scared of it. I want to be fascinated of it by it. And that, that's where I'm at after watching it. Where are you guys? Exactly. Uh, yeah. I mean, I saw when I was, not I was like an adult. I was pulling into the my backyard at my folks' place, and and I was just coming home from work or something. And it was nighttime, maybe like after ten o'clock or something. And I got out of my car, and I just 
was looking on the ground. I was grabbing my backpack and stuff. And then all of a sudden, the entire area illuminated green. Like, the brightest green I had ever seen, pretty much. Just, like, all... It illuminated the night into, like, green day for a second. What are you talking about? And then I... Are you talking about sunset? Because you've heard that can happen when the sun goes behind the horizon. It'll cause a green flash that people can see sometimes. Well, it was after 10 o'clock at night. Oh, okay. I thought, yeah, I heard the green flash and then... Yeah. It was after 10 o'clock at night for me. So it was kind of later in the night. And so it just was was a big white or a big green blast of light that that illuminated the ground and the car and everything and i looked everywhere to see what the fuck it could have been and there was nothing there wasn't even the sound of a plane or a helicopter so i didn't hear a helicopter i didn't see any and so and i like looked every like you know i was outside i was in like an alleyway so i even stepped out into the alley to see if like maybe someone had one of those big flashlights that they're messing with or something and it was nothing and so i was just like all right, I don't know what the fuck that was, and I just went back inside, and that was that. Well, guys, uh, Carl Jung, uh, in his uh, paper, Flying Saucers, A Modern Myth of Things Seen in the Skies, says, it's difficult to form a correct estimate of the significance of contemporary events and the danger that our judgment will remain caught in subjectivity is great, so I'm fully aware of the risk I'm taking in proposing to communicate my views concerning certain contemporary events, which seem to be important to those who are patient enough to hear it. I refer to those reports reaching us from all corners of the Earth, rumors of round objects that flash through the troposphere and stratosphere and go by the name of flying saucers, discs, and UFOs. These rumors, or the possible physical existence of such objects, seems to to me significant that I feel myself compelled when events of fateful consequence were brewing for Europe to sound a note of warning. I know that just as before, my voice is much too weak to reach the ear of the multitude. Eh, I don't even know what he's saying here. (laughs) Just give up before you get to the point. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I lost track of it. That guy had a lot of stuff to say. That guy had a (sighs) lot of stuff to say. But before you go on, let me talk. And then, no, I'm going to cut you off right there. Uh, it is not presumption that drives me, but my conscience as a psychiatrist that bids me f- to fulfill my duty and prepare those few who will hear me for coming events which are in accord with the end of an era. Oh, I think this is this is his his eye is uh anyway, so Jung didn't believe they were real. He thought they were a psychological <laughs> projection, so Oh, interesting. But Jung never Anyways. saw the phenomenon. If they, I didn't see it, but I saw a light. I didn't see a thing. So that's the closest I've ever had to some kind of UFO experience. So, um, you know. A transistor that, exploding. So cool. that coupled with this documentary <laughs> mm-hmm. is has really kicked me into like a, well, I guess they're just real, but there's literally just nothing we can do about it. There, Maybe they're real. Can't, you know, I don't, I don't I go know. back and forth because I do think it could be. The, the thing that strikes me is how consistent all the eyewitness accounts are. They're all exactly yeah. the same, basically. Um, and so I, I, I think it could be group hallucinations do happen, but, man, there's so many of them that something something seems to be going on. Dude, the kids in Zimbabwe? That's the, the, end of that? that's the craziest oh, one. Dude. You have to watch it. Yeah. Folks, you got to watch it just for the last uh, the kids at the end because that, what, that yeah. was the part that got me, Joe, was when they talk about it and then they wave at the creatures and then the creatures wave back i was like all right i believe i don't know why them waving was the thing that did it but not just that like i don't want to and we we shouldn't spoil too much but not just that the teacher that there's so much context that you'll that you'll still get that you still need before you all this makes sense but 
when the teacher was like initially like i didn't see anything they're just kids whatever i didn't believe it and then like years and years and years later they come back to her and they're like yep what do you think about it and she's like aliens landed here like totally yeah well she was like i just didn't listen just to didn't. them because i yeah. was like scared yeah but so what do you think now aliens landed here. <laughs> so crazy <laughs> she's like yeah, because that's just, here and, and yeah, people. But she's so serious. Yeah, and people are categorized as being insane if you say you saw an mm-hmm. alien. So it makes right. sense that, especially, especially in certain parts then. of the you know non LA bubble we live in, that people be like, "No, I didn't see." It. Of course not. That's crazy. Right, right. And back um, then, you 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 were totally like, "Oh, that's the crazy person that believes in aliens." Leave. Let, let's not. Yep. Don't even mess with that person. You guys have to watch. So I I watched a different documentary before it, and there's a couple of them. There's a spattering of them on Amazon because I, was, I wasn't quite sure which one was the right one before I watched Phenomenon. I watched another one, and it's I highly suggest it because there's a bunch of different viewpoints, and a lot of the people that were in this one were in the, uh, this one as well. The, ph- the Phenomenon was also in the other one that I watched. And What's this the other one? one was a little bit uh, – I don't know the name off the top was of my head. Was it narrated by Jeremy – was it Jeremy Piven narrating it? Yes. Yeah. That one. I watched that, yeah. You watched that one too? Yeah. So yeah, that one's a little bit more conspiratorial. Yeah, oh, a little. Uh, like cra- they're it's like like religious. It, it's a little crazy, but they do make some fun points with like how the like the government is holding on to the information so that they and when they do release it in bunches and batches, it's more in a a fear based way. And you and oh yeah, and they throw Tom to, DeLong way under the bus. Yes, they do. So it's they're saying they're using the information to make us scared so that they can like enact police states or one world governments. It's a little go it goes a little too far, but it is interesting because a government could enact control if you have a massive threat that yeah. is otherworldly and you make us afraid of it. But then everybody that's in the documentary, these people that got into the fields and try to communicate, they're more like yeah, no. The, uh, every experience that we've had has been a non-threatening one. Every ex- every feeling, even those kids in Zimbabwe, it was non-threatening. It was one of peace. Mm-hmm. It was one of like, get your shit together, humans. We're not here to 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 scare or hurt you. You're We're going here to the, warn you and help you. Yeah, you're going yeah. the wrong way with technology. All that yep. stuff. It's Crazy. fun. It's know, good man. stuff. Fun to talk about. Fun to think about. It is so fun to talk about and think about. But I just wish that there was. I just I hate how unknown it is. I hate how there there you can only go so far and mm-hmm. then you're in the realm of like conspiracies. Okay. Yeah. And there's no way out of it. And it's like I don't know what to believe. I just know that this documentary did a really good job of explaining the that everyone has basically all official parties have acknowledged the existence of unidentified objects in the sky we just have no other information than that Mm -hmm. and that's like so frustrating to me because it's like i just want more i want more it is did you guys see the monolith in utah Mm. oh yeah yeah but that was an art piece i thought it's gone that thing disappeared (laughs) um It, I do what I do like about the phenomenon too is it does feel like the first UFO documentary I've ever seen that I'm not embarrassed to recommend to people right. because they're all so bad. Yeah, even that that Jeremy like the one we just talked pretty about. Pretty rough. Yeah, yeah that's the that's yeah. not the gateway drug that the other one is. But yeah, the phenomenon was like okay. I sent it to my yeah, brother one... and my brother texted me. He just goes, so there's 
there's fucking aliens on this planet. And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that documentary is your friend that's eloquent that you would invite to hang out with your friends. And the other documentaries are the friend that's like way too much yeah. about <laughs> shit right away. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the and phenomenon like, is. Do I want. Yeah, the phenomenon's Mike Pence, and then the other right, right. one is Donald Trump, where you're like, okay, right, right, start right. with him. There you him. go, there you go. <laughs> right, Just to bring right. it back home, we haven't talked about him in a um, while. So. All right, well, listen, what a great show. That I had was a great fun, time everybody. with you boys. Do you want to check on the pizza?